Classic. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Classic Wolf Podcast. I have a very special guest for you guys here today. He is my good friend. He is my good friend from Oklahoma, and uh, he's been here again before, and he is here again. Thank you for coming on. Here he is, Joshua Lee Boyd. Back again. <clears throat> What's up, Josh? What up, Rob? How you been doing since the last time I spoke to you, man? Oh shit, a lot has happened. Um, Let's talk about it, baby. Broke my arm. <laughs> broke your uh, arm. Yeah, yeah, broke my arm. Mm, that poor so, little wing. And had surgery uh, Monday. Yeah, mm. this past Monday. That's How did that go? Painful. Yeah. Did they knock you out? Oh yeah, they cut open my arm and um, re-break my arm and put a metal plate in. Shit, dang yeah. cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> dang, pretty soon you're gonna call you Inspector Gadget. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the closest I'll ever be to Wolverine, so it's pretty cool. Mm. Dang, start hacking computers with that arm. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, man. I'm glad that you're right because I know you. We spoke about it on the phone and um, talking about you know your accident and everything. And I'm glad that you're right and you know up and walking. All you have is just a broken arm, but that is fixable. And you know, just a couple of therapy, and I mean, you'll be good. You'll be back who you were, walking around, yeah. playing games and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, shit. It was uh, pretty crazy. Actually, almost I almost lost my life. I hit my head. Um, so like you know, I swerved off the road and um, missed a deer. And then next thing you know, it was there was. Um, I guess I hit the uh, guardrail, and I didn't. Um, I don't remember initial hit because I think I got knocked out. Um, yeah. Um, cause when I came to like, I was, the car, there was all this sound like roaring around me. Mm-hmm. And then I just remember all those days bad. And I sort of like pushed my foot on the brake and then I, uh, grabbed the wheel with my right arm. And I just, I was just like, think I, I was, it was hard to even think. I just kind of said a little prayer in my head. It was quick, but it wasn't like nothing. And then yeah. like. I don't remember the car coming to a complete stop, but it did. But I guess I wrapped around a tree or something. Um, when I kind of came to, um, everything was dark and the AC was just blowing, like blasting. And like I was trying to start the vehicle, it wouldn't start. And then, you know, um, um, I was then I kind of reached for the door with my left arm, and I noticed right away it was broken. Yeah, that's when I uh, grabbed my arm and I'm like, all right, I'm in danger. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I tried to open the door with my uh, good arm, wouldn't budge. Nothing, nothing, I was not opening. 
And um, so I tried to like reach for my phone. I couldn't find it. I was there for a good minute. You know, one of the first thoughts I had was, you know, my kids. Yeah. For some reason, my ex. But yeah. Um, but uh, I was the main thought was my kids. Like I, I, uh, I, I knew that had to go on, and I knew that you know they needed me, especially my daughter Money. Yeah. Um. It's the uh, anyway, so I got out of the vehicle and I kicked the door down. I did also didn't want to move because I don't know how bad I was hurt on my lower bottom half, and I knew my knee was jacked because I, I felt it, and then my foot was messed up. Um, and then I ended up thinking to myself, All right, I only have a certain amount of time before I start feeling pain, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, All right, I have to uh get out of the vehicle and flag somebody down because this was like 11 o'clock at night. And um, I was I was downhill, so then I had to walk up, got to the highway, and I started praying. And um, I sat there for about maybe oh, five minutes, and a couple cars passed. But this guy came down on like a um, like an ATV, not ATV, but um, like a Gator or something. And he's like, "Hey, you all right, man?" And he's, I'm like, "Ah," oh, I, I said, "I got into an accident." It's like, He's like, yo, you're right. And he's like, I know, I heard it from here. I heard it from my house. And I was like, I was like, you're right. And I'm like, uh, nah, man, I uh, broke my arm. And he's like, oh, shit. And then yeah. that's when um, he's like, shit. And then he's kind of freaking out. And his dog followed him. And his dog almost got hit by a car. And he was just like yelling at the dog. And he's like, I don't know. I was like, I don't have a flashlight. So I'm nothing. But I don't want to leave you here. It's like, but he's like, I don't know how bad you hurt. And he's like, just sit down. I'm like, I was like, look, man. It's like, I have two phones that are in my vehicle. I said, I could go down and get them right now. He's like, no, no, no. You sit there, man. He's like, let me, like, he's like, let me flag someone down. And then this motorcyclist came. And um, he, um, he stopped and he had everything. He had flashlights and he had, you know, he started, he made a phone call, called the ambulance. Yeah. And uh, I told him, like, yeah, man, I'm not intoxicated. I just got off work. You know, I'm, I haven't been drinking. I'm not on nothing. Like, I just, you know, a deer popped my way and, you know, I just couldn't avoid it or, you know, deer's all right, whatever, but I just couldn't. It just happened. So, um, he went, him and his, the other motorcyclists uh, went down and they uh, searched my phones and everything. And um, then that guy who first came up, he came coming up the hill yeah. and he's like, oh my God, man. He's like, he's like, oh my God. He's like, look at this, man. Look at this. And I turned around and like, you know, I was just kind of holding my arm and he said, look at that tree right there. He said, that tree saved your life, man. He said, that tree saved your life, brother. He's like, I swear. He's like, cause right off that tree is a 20, 30 foot drop. I was just, I was singing dams. Like, yeah, man, like that tree right there saved your life tonight. He's like, wow. He's just, he was amazed. I, I couldn't think, man. Like there was something going on in my head. Cause I, when I hit my head, it was something, there was something different. Like, yeah. um, my thinking was, um, but I had blood come down my head and everything. And, um, I'm think what happened. Uh, then the ambulance came, and then you know I, they found my image, they found my phones, and then I made my phone calls, and then I thank the guys, you know, whoever they are, wherever they are, and I'll thank thank you both because you know they were an answer to prayer at that moment in time. 
So then, you know, I went to the hospital, you know, and then I was low on battery on my phones and, you know, I was, uh, I was pretty banged up. And, you know, one of my bros, uh, his name is, they call him uh, Nicodemus, came and got me. He's a rapper who raps with Sab God. And um, I'm a hype man and he's a pretty cool guy. And uh, he came and got me at, at the hospital and, um, you know, um, pretty much, you know, that night, you know, like you really, really think about not only that was um, my life and everything, even though I was hurting, I banged up when I got home, my chest was hurting, my back was hurting, my neck was hurting. You know, I did more than just injured my arm. I know I did because like for like a whole almost two months, my chest my chest now it's just getting back to normal like i I probably did some fractures hairline fractures somewhere because i was hurt but yeah man that's that's how that went down shit because when that happened man i remember um i came home from work and usually you're always on and i was like dan i wonder where he's at and so i just left it like that and then um i saw you that you posted a picture of your arm or something that you're in the hospital i was like oh shit what happened happen now shit. but i'm really glad that you're okay you know you're you walked away and i mean shit you could have lost your arm and most of all you could have lost your your life so thank the uh creator god you know for your life and that you're still here with us and still creating i know you're um you have a lot of projects that are coming on and uh, i'm really excited for you for that yeah yeah i got uh yeah, a bunch, a bunch of projects in the works and mm-hmm. kind of, you know, waiting for one, a is funding and, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, I'm, I'm down to do it regardless of, you know, funding wise. Yeah. Um, because as, I love what I do is I love to film up to, you know, photography, you know, um, it, this arm slowed me down. Definitely. You know, slowed everything down. Cause you know, like, um, uh, I had to stop doing some things, I was working with, um, I was working with more multimedia. I was making t-shirts with them and everything. And, and I can't do it now because at, at, um, you have to do a lot of pulling and a lot of everything with two hands. And um, so I'm pretty much, um, until my arm gets better in the next couple of months, and I'll probably make my way back over there. But uh, yeah, we got, um, I'm excited for these two projects. Um one of them that first came up was um, was going to be a music video shoot um, for uh, Nicodemus and uh, Sav God. So yeah, when it first came to me, they told me a little bit about it, and then I was thinking, okay, do a normal video shoot. And he wanted uh, out there and like by this by this bluff that we have on our land. Um, he wanted um, have like a shoot the video there and have a lot of people involved and. It went about been about the way, and about a couple of weeks later, they came back, and then um, my thinking was okay, a regular normal shoot like always, but it blew up to something way bigger than that, and it's still you know, yeah, still impending, still doing. But uh, eventually, um, it they reached um, four tribal nations um, decided they wanted to be part of the video and help you know with the project, you know, um, and. So we are um, currently looking into that. Uh, I know that uh, the Chocolate Nation wants to, uh, or Chickasaw Nation, should I say? I should say, mm-hmm. wrong one. Um, 
wants to be part of it. And I know that their travel president must be part of it. And so a couple other travel presidents will be there attending the film and in the film. They also have MMIW um, <clears throat> coming down and they're, um, they will be part of it. Uh, a lot of MMIW people and then some water protectors you know, that will probably be in there. And then there's some, uh, I guess uh, they reached out to uh, one of their college professors uh, that for uh, a new media. Yeah. And um, I guess he, that professor then reached out to other professors around the um, um, multimedia uh, classes around the state of Oklahoma. And almost all of them, agreed they wanted to be part of the video so they have people coming in for that uh, yeah. so it's blown up this huge thing and you know there's there's gonna be like uh almost like vendors there but they're gonna be like you know serving food and cooking and then at the same time at the same day we'll be filming a video it's gonna be a whole like an, an event um type thing um we even talked to um a good friend of, of ours you know um he's he works with uh, i am ending it's over here and they do a lot of stuff like with the youth and you know a lot of pro good programs and um they talked to them and they um said that they would probably you know see what they could do about helping out you know and we're, we're looking for people who could set up teepees in the background and they pretty much you know they will help out with that you know hopefully you know, as, as time goes on um but yeah, it's a, it's a huge thing. We were set to film uh, this January, but I guess a couple more Travel Nations wanted to be on it, and they wanted to change the date to September. So yeah, that's the how yeah. the date got pushed back. So, but it's still going. Um, they, it's going to be bigger. I'm just gonna, it's getting bigger as we go on. Go on, and um, we talked about the shot, shots, and we went out to uh, the locations, and you know, so we will be getting. Um, We'll be getting some good, you know, rep there, and you know, it's gonna be something big, you know, and it's gonna be around here in Apache, Oklahoma. Damn. So when we were always accepting like extras and everything, so if people want to come in and be joined. And then, yeah, and then we got another thing. But go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Keep going. Yeah, we got another project coming up too, but yeah, so it's uh, it's gonna be um. So I guess I got asked to film a film festival up in um. Rapid City, uh, South Dakota. Yeah. And um, I'll be going with Sav God, and we will be, uh, it'll be a two-day event, um, 26th and 27th. And um, we will be, um, I'll be filming, um, one, I'll be filming Sav God, but at the same time, I'll be still filming uh, the festival. It's not just hip-hop, it's like other bands and other genres of music. Um, so it's going to be like a a festival, a music festival. Damn. So, um, I got that going, and that's that's really exciting. I'm excited for that. That's that's one thing I'm. I just I'm. It's gonna be awesome, you know. Um, I'm trying to see if I take my daughter with me, but um, might not be able to because school might start around that time. So yeah, it's gonna be freaking awesome. That's sad, man. It's going out of state, man. You'll be doing what you always want to be doing is um, filming. So yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Like, really glad for that and what you're doing. You know, especially like with your arm, because I know it's not easy with that arm. You know, you're missing so much stuff that you want to be doing, and yeah. right now you have to be focused on your health of trying to um, 
fix that arm and go back to where it was of lifting those weights. I know you're a big lifter too. Yeah, matter of fact, I got my gym membership back today. I'll be doing nothing but lower body though. So yeah, so I'm gonna have to do machines. Dang, working those <laughs> glutes. Yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> Dang, those uh, those hard rock buns. Heck yeah. <laughs> but what kind of uh, movies did you like, or what's your favorite movie? If you want um, to go into that, like, what's your favorite movie of uh, all time? Well, oh yeah, my favorite movie of all time is uh, it is called Brother, and um, it is it's. It's a movie about, um, I guess you could say, the rise and fall of a uh, Japanese um, mafia, uh, about Japanese and black mafia. Um, <clears throat> other than that, um, let's see, um, yeah, I mean, it's really interesting. Like I seen it when I was a kid. This is kind of an older movie. Yeah. Um, and I, as I remember watching it, um, I was intrigued because, you know, I'll be honest, like, I like, uh, Japanese people, like, cause their cultural history oh. and how they are, you know, like in a way they're, they're similar because like, you know, Comanche is like, you know, we're our tribe, our tribe was, you know, we were warriors all the way down yeah. you know, we just didn't pick up, you know, bows and spears and run off to fight. Now we actually trained, you know, we actually had, you know, our own um, militarized structure. And um, so I mean, that's why I've always liked, you know, the Japanese people, because, you know, they weren't, um, they were, they weren't like, um, they were their own thing. You know, they were untouched by the European society. And, you know, they had their own thing going on and like, you know, it was in the culture itself, you know, it is beautiful, you know, so um, go on, go on for that. You know, it's, it's about this uh, Yakuza, um, Yakuza um, boss who basically gets out and he has to leave the country and he goes to the United States, but he still has uh, a lot of ties uh, to the, to the Yakuza. And he ends up running into um, this um, black gentleman, um, and uh, they end up. You know, first they were kind of like, um, I guess you could say, uh, they were indifferent. They were different, and they're like, you know, they're kind of beefing, but they end up becoming friends and. Um, he started, they started like a, from the ground up from a, like a mafia that grew to something big and they got ties with other groups, you know, um, organized crime around their area mm-hmm. and begins to, you know, make their own stand in their own, um, yeah, territory. And, um, so as that, it's like the rise and fall. And uh, if you haven't seen it, man, like give it a, good watch and um you know it has um one of the main characters is uh omar epps um he, he's he's a good he's, he's good in that movie like and <clears throat> yeah um so if you can watch it it's pretty good 
Yeah, because I know you told me about that movie, and I tried watching it, and my power went down, so I didn't get the pleasure of watching your favorite movie, Brother. So I know my favorite movie of all time, I know I talked about it on the show, Pee Wee Herman. (laughs) (laughs) Pee Wee Herman's uh, Big Adventure, because... Uh, just going in the backstory, why I like it is because, like, my mom, um, I have uh, uh, two brothers and two sisters, and I was the youngest. And my older brother would used to used to um, watch me and babysit me, and he would fall asleep. But that movie will always be in the VCR for me. And if you don't, if you don't know what a VCR is, it's way before DVDs, and those were those were like the best things to have. And I know that one time we used to have one of those um those VCR of your winders like you put them in that that like coat, car yeah that car <laughs> thing and you put them in and press the yeah. rewind button and we good to go. thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we used to have that, and so it would always rewind my movie, and I always watch it all the time. Watch that, and I made uh, it made me. That movie, it really changed me as a kid, too, because, you know, I was really shy, and um, Peter Herman, he was always out there, you know, expressing himself in different ways through art, um, his laughter and everything that made him really stand out, and he wasn't scared to be himself, you know, walking around and um, mobbing the streets with his suit, you know, until his bike got stolen, and he went to the the hood, you know. (laughs) He wasn't scared, and he wasn't scared of them. He stood up to them, and, and just to go see where his bike was from the gypsy lady. So that's what really stood it's out. Sort of to like me. your life, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it made him to just be himself and be into relationships, and you know, go out to Dottie and telling telling her that he's a rebel. He doesn't need relationships. Can't box Barker like you. <laughs> yeah. I don't need your life for me. <laughs> But yeah, I really love that movie. If you guys haven't had haven't Any had the pleasure to see, <laughs> to see it, go see it. Peter Herman, best movie out there. Uh, and uh, with the Josh, like uh, going back to Brother, dude, like was that always your favorite, or do you have a second favorite? Shoot, um, I guess SLC Punk could have been my second favorite movie. Have you ever seen it? SLC Punk? Is that that um that punk movie? uh... Yeah, yeah. Because like back in the day, man, like when I was in high school, I was uh, I was a huge punk fan. I was you know I was about the music. Like man, the music was beautiful. Um, My favorite band of all time is Rancid. Oh Freaking, I could jam Rancid anytime, any day. Um, And you know, I was a big punkster. Um, so was uh, my brother Dukon. He's the one who you know uh, got me into it. Um, man. And um, yeah, man, I, I enjoyed the punk scene, you know. And, and until I got older and I started seeing them like kids wearing skinny jeans and like good Charlotte T-shirts, and I was like, oh, like, I'm done. You know, like it's not the same. Um, but you know, I was into like, underground music. Not, I was into the pop punk or anything. None of that crap. But um, yeah, um, I was into like underground, like um, the, the Distillers, you know. Yeah. Um, um, she, I mean, oh God, have you ever listened to the Distillers and listened to her, the way she like screams and 
and she could also sing like the main the lead singer um Brody Armstrong she was related she was married to Tim Armstrong the lead singer of Rancid and that's why I oh that's what I liked about I liked about it until they got divorced and then she made um her next album she made Hunger and that was like a real depressed you could tell you could but by, by the sound of the song you could tell her that she was in pain you know because of it because she was she was sad that you know they um got divorced for whatever reason that i ever looked into but you know and also there was uh the casualties i don't know if you've ever heard of them mm-hmm. never heard of casualties uh to be honest, I can't really say I do because I was I know Rancid. Rancid is like one of the people that I used to jam out to all the time with Bad Religion. Um yeah. and Misfits and them. So when I used to skate back in the day I used to jam out to them and then I tried to be a punk punk star but, you know, uh I was mostly wearing like baggy shirts and uh jeans, you know, the hip hop era. The nineties hip hop era wearing the tall tees back then. Now I can't. <laughs> it's still worth the tall tees, but yeah, it's it's pretty pretty legit out here. And like riding the skateboard too. I can't I can't skate for shit. I know I had uh, Magnez on here, and he still skates, man. Fifty years old, still holding it down. And uh, for me, I still have my skateboard. It's my closet. I haven't broke it out. I mean, I did I did try to ride it trying to get back into it, trying to get back into shape when I was in college of um, riding my skateboard all over, all over campus and being that cool kid trying to be, but I was old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I mean, shoot. I mean, if you're listening to casualties, they, they, they fucking rock. They're, they're like a screamo, a punk mm-hmm. and man, they, they go hard. And I, I like them because like, you know, they're um, the lead singer. Um, his name is a, uh, George Herrera, um, yeah, man, he could. I mean, just listen to him, man. They're, they're freaking, freaking awesome. If you like, you know, if you like Slipknot, I mean, you know, you probably like them, you know. But um, pretty much, um, he's also you know, he's, he's Hispanic, you know, mm-hmm. and you know that's what I liked about you know um, about the casualty is that you know the lead singer was another nationality, you know, and um, not that you know. To me, I mean, some because you know, be a native, you know, there's not really na- any native punk bands that I know of. Um, but you know, uh, I mean, there's Hispanics a couple out there. are native, you know, if yeah. you really think about it, like about the history, you know, they were Indians, natives like us, you know. So, I mean, yeah. there's some native punk rock bands out there. I mean, I can't really name them, but I know they're they are. I mean, I see like rockabilly punk bands, native, native groups. Um, heavy metal bands and you know especially like with um punk bands they're still holding it down natives are are out, ugh, are out there and yeah. you know because my friend um uh he's a punk punk guy and he still wears like the old um jean jacket and has that rancid um um patch on the back with oh, the yeah. with the spikes on Hell the yeah. on the sleeves and I always see him around. And he still rocks that. I was like, "Damn, man, just need to turn that, turn that shit to the goodwill." <laughs> Dang, walking around like the homeless dude. He's like, "Nah, man, I, I'm always gonna have this jacket." I was like, "Fuck, well, let me have it, then, shit." But yeah, dude, he's still holding it down. 
and still skating around here, going to our little skate park down the road. Um, yeah. But other than that, man, like I never really, I mean, I really was into punk, but not much as you, you know, just like to, you know, have the mohawk from that picture. Oh, yeah, yeah. For the uh, really spikes. Yeah, I was not that deep into it. Damn. And then, like, one of the first, uh, out, like, first punk bands I really listened to was uh, Anti Flag. Anti Flag? Yeah, Anti Flag. I was back in the day, I was really, you know, um, mm. still am, you know, against, you know, the government. Yeah. You know, the history of the government and treatment of Native people. And Anti Flag, a lot of their songs talk about that, just like, you know, Raising Against Machines when they talk about uh, Linear Peltier. Mm you know and i fell in love with it because like you know not at the time not many people really talked out about you know natives and you know our um our dealings with uh american society you know and you know we were always kind of forgotten about or pushed aside you know but it's awesome that to see people like, you know, like john and cash speak out against you know um their th- thoughts of natives and you know saying hey things are going wrong you know, these people, you know, need you to listen, mm-hmm. you know, and then that's, that's what I was about. And I was always about, you know, my stating my opinion and, you know, about, and how I felt about, you know, um, the United States, you know, I love the United States because it's, it's, um, it's where my people came from and it's where we are. We still are, no matter what anybody could do or say, this is where we came from. This is our motherland, our homelands. And that's what punk music kind of tied me into. And that's why I liked it so much because, you know, they're against uh, establishment and, you know, the way of thinking. And, you know, they're, they're about, you know, um, making a stance. You know, you know, music is a powerful thing. And, you know, by them doing that, you know, it makes people, other people think. Because um, I had a friend who, um, before I started listening to Raising This Machine, um, my friend, he was like, man, check this out. And like, I remember he, uh, I was like in sixth grade and, um, seventh grade actually. And, um, he, uh, showed me the song. It was about Leonard Peltier. And man, he thought that was awesome. He was a native, but you know, he thought that was awesome because it was like, you know, he's, he basically stayed the same thing. Like there's not much, you don't hear much about native people, you know? Yeah. It was cool to you know not only have a um, to hear that from music, but have a friend that's non-native to support and you know kind of show us that you know it's cool that they you know hear stuff about Indians because you never did back in the day. Yeah. Now it's starting to become a little bit mainstream, and we're actually getting some traction, you know. And that's where you know I'm kind of jumping in on that because mm-hmm. I, I've always wanted to show my opinion to people, and you know I mean just just through everything, anything. Mm. But yeah, that's why I liked SLC Punk because you know, um, again, my brother <laughs> Dugan is the one who showed me that movie, and we first really got into punk, and um, um, we lived uh, a lifestyle, punk lifestyle. You know, mm. we we're kids in California. You know, native kid, native punks. You know, like we were, um, we're always uh, trying to get rugged. Man. And stuff like that. Anyway, yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff that I, <laughs> I regret being a little asshole, I guess. Yeah. That's why probably I'm all, today I'm all kind of laid back because I, well, I don't want to be like that no more. Mm. But I mean, 
Go get my bad side. <laughs> Dang. Rocket guy. It's hard to get my bad side. <clears throat> Shit. <laughs> yeah, so that's my second movie, favorite movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, dude, like um like going back to your um school days, so you're always into uh punk? Was that like your main thing that you listened to or did you listen to other um genres of music? Oh, yeah, I listen to other genres like Metallica. Um always listen to them all then. Um and then there was like Slipknot. Yeah. No, they were they were badass, you know, Corey Taylor, you know, along with, you know, his other band, um Stone Sour, you know, which Stone Sour came first before Slipknot. But um uh, not really many people know that for some reason. Like I was talking to somebody about it and told them, um, you heard of Stone Stone Sour? Like, no. I'm like, like really? I'm like, you this isn't Slipknot, you never heard of Stone Sour? They're like, nah. And I'm like, how can you not? I mean, that's Corey Taylor's first band. You know, yeah, and yeah, it's crazy how people I don't really, you know, know that much, you know, but um, yeah, I wasn't like you know metal and stuff, but I was mainly into punk though. Mm. Punk was was my thing, was my shit. Yeah, because when I was growing up, um, I went to St. Peter's, and we all we always listened to country all the time. And when the bus driver would pick me up, that's all she listened to. And then there's some times that she would turn it on to Power 92 and Power 92 was like a, a hip hop uh, station. So every time she would turn that on, all the kids back will always like be excited and everything. Like, yeah, like fucking just like not twerking, but fucking just like getting hyped because I was in a Wu Tang and stuff like that was popping off and like, you start uh, popping locking. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just like yeah, so remember that night, Rob. <laughs> we were always like be excited for you know for her to um, change change the change change the station and not leave it to country because like yeah we're always listening to country every time like she'll pick us up. But in that school, I was always listening to rap all the time, listening to rap with my brother and his friends because always hanging around with the 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 big group, the big kids, um, with him. And they were always like, give me like, um, like songs to listen to, like, um, KRS one, uh, tribe caught quest, um, just all these old rapping, rapping groups. And they introduced, they introduced me to the fat boys and the fat boys. Like, I really loved them. They were, they were like, um, they're like run DMC to me. You know, just spitting and rhyming and coming in with the Adidas and, you know, just hitting the, hitting the mic and fucking just coming in with the big glasses. Uh, you know, it just made me really like them and love them and love, like, the old rap rap groups from the 80s, man. Oh, man, that shit was fucking dope. Like, like and that's what really got me into popping because this one dude that always was from here. Well, this one dude that is from here, he's, like, a really badass popper but i don't know what happened to him um uh he did it and then like i remember him like being like not sponsored but um somewhat like of a a role model to uh young people that you know wanted to get into break dancing and other than that like going to back to music dude like i know for me i really love country um country and rock music um, the old heavy metal bands, um, but punk, you know, it's 
No, it's it's still there. You know, I still jam out to it like Bad Religion. Bad Religion's like my go to punk punk songs and stuff like that, like Sorrow and the old one, like um was it uh was it um I think it was called uh uh American Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I remember that song. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. Hey, what about uh? Did you ever listen to any like rockabilly, psychabilly? Yeah, like I used to listen to uh, Tiger Army. Oh yeah, I Tiger Army. Yeah, hell yeah. They're all, they're like they're big here. People listen to them. Really? Yeah, Tiger Army, um, Mad Send. Um, what was it? The Demented Argo. Yeah, the guard. <laughs> <laughs> the the guy, Um, was it? Uh, what that is called? Not that band's called, but yeah, they're. Tiger Army, um, damn, I forgot that band's called. Um, I know Madsen because I listen to them and people listen to them too. Uh, man, there's another band out there. Uh, I forgot. I, but yeah, we listen to that. We listen to a lot, of, a lot of uh, music. Nice, yeah, shit, man. Uh, I had uh, a cousin who was the. Um, who was straight up um, rockabilly or greaser? <laughs> he was pretty bad because he was a, he was like an actual band. I can't remember the name of it though. Um, but they made CDs and everything. It was a a Christian rockabilly uh, band, and I actually got to go to their church. And their church was what it really intrigued me. Like, because I was I was thinking a regular um, a regular old church, you know, like yeah you know, whatever. And man, I got there, man, there was something but punks and greasers there. And I was like, Whoa, I was looking around. I was like, this is a church. You know, and like it was an, it was an, an actual, like, um, like church church too, you know? Um, and it was like a mix of, um, like Christian and, uh, Catholic. Oh shit. And they had, um, communion and communion they actually you know instead of like little uh juice juices they actually had us like stand in line and uh drink out of a um or i guess you could say a chalice or whatever yeah you want to call it and um and it was an actual wine and i was kind of i was like whoa this is crazy and like it was it was it was something for me like because i just thought when i thought church was you know getting all dressed up, you know, Sunday best and you know, going to church. But yeah. uh, this was, this one was like, you know, like a punk greaser church. It was pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, and I enjoyed that. And in a way, like they it, actually, they um, got together and they prayed for me. And like, it was actual, like, um, cause during the time I was kind of like anti religion, um, not now, but you know, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but now during that time, you know, it was, I was going through my own, uh, phase in life and, um, yeah, that's, that spoke to me in a huge way. I was yeah. like, dang, you know, I was thinking, I didn't think there was any kind of church like that. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, it's pretty, it was pretty dope. It was a pretty dope experience. Wish I could go back to that one, but it's all in Cali. Yeah, dude. I mean, I used to have my hair like that in the greaser um, way, but uh, <laughs> my hair evolved like a Pokemon. Like first it was the pompadour, and then now, dirt. 
<laughs> you need that. Now it's a mullet, so. Wackabilly. <laughs> Went to a touch. She I got the hell like that. <laughs> saw, saw a lot of people just praying. And, so, what do you pray for me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, kind of army. <laughs> Like you were talking about like with the the music and everything was that really inspiration for you to like to become who you are right now like i know music for me has really changed me and um like with the like with the whole um punk phase and to now because i know you're you're pretty civil right now you know pretty like uh pretty legit looking dude Wearing like the whole fucking, um, we call it the Hawaiian tees. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wear them because just to wear them, usually for work now. But yeah, usually so. I, I first thought I thought you played too much uh, GTA. <laughs> yeah, you know, girls will call call me um, Hopper. <laughs> from uh, Stranger Things because he wears a Hawaiian shirt oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> damn but, um, Comanche Hopper but yeah uh, <clears throat> that had a um, big effect on my life to who I am today um, I learned to respect all genres and musics and you know um, kind of choose my own path you know like because uh, I was really ignorant about music yeah, when I was at a young age, yeah, I was only like about punk and you know rock, and um, but as I got older, you know, I just started listening to other music, and you know, but my main go-to would be punk, you know, and um, the lifestyle I lived before I did today, you know, it was it was pretty reckless, and you know, I got into things I shouldn't have gone to, but you know, it made me a better person and you know, a better judge of character in people and in, in myself, um, you know, everyone goes through things, you know? Um, but I know that my, you know, that punk rock music had a huge impact on my life and, you know, it, either music itself, you know, helped me through some hard times mm-hmm. going through my life. Um, and it still does, you know, um, sometimes I'll be, uh, jamming out to my, the rants and, and, you know, just, it helps, it helps with my, you know, anxiety and everything and it makes me feel better about uh a lot of things but you know yeah it, it had a huge impact on where i'm at today yeah in my personality do you listen to like indigenous rap today besides sav god um yeah uh, um i know that uh lightfoot uh poems you know yeah, they're pretty dope <laughs> and he came out with some good stuff uh not not too long ago but like probably in 2008 2009 yeah, he came out with some really good music yeah remember him? yeah i remember him dude like <laughs> i remember my um my sister she brought she bought that album i don't know what it was called but i remember him on the cover of it he was like wearing a red shirt and a red hat um i remember like 
you know, she, he was there and, you know, just signing stuff and everything. That was when I think, uh, Mortal Kombat three came out and that was when he was Nightwolf. So people were mm-hmm. out there, you know, people, native people were just you know, getting his autograph and getting pictures with him and, you know, not really knowing what, who he was, you know, she just went over there and grabbed him, grabbed his shirt and grabbed an album because everybody else was getting everything. So she came home, gave it to me and I was listening to it. And that was like the first uh, person indigenous rapper that I've listened to was Lightfoot. Yeah. It's, I could probably say that's my first one too. Mm-hmm. I think my brother gave me, oh, what was that album called? I, I can't remember the name of the album, but, um, Oh, trying to think of that song. Yeah, that one, that one song that goes, uh, tisket to tasket, ta- casket to cusket. The arrow don't compare the white man's musket. Mm. Remember that one? I don't, I don't know. I can't remember that, but that was one of my favorite songs in there. It's pretty, it's pretty dope. Um, yeah, yeah I haven't really, I forgot the lyrics right, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really listened to like a lot of people like indigenous instead of Sav God and there. And the, oh yeah, if you want to listen to like some smooth jazz hip hop, like back in the day hip hop, man, you guys have to check out uh, Indigenous Cats. Indigenous Cats, man, they're pretty fucking dope. I really love them. Um, they're a new group that I uh, that I came across on my Instagram and like just looking at them and listening to their music on uh, SoundCloud. Um, damn, dude, they're really dope. Like, I always listen to them now, like, when I do my creativity on my covers. And, dude, check them out. You should listen listen to them, Josh. Indigenous. Yeah, check them out. Are they on YouTube? Uh, yeah, they're on YouTube, too. Pretty, I'll check them out. Pretty dope, dude. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a couple, it's a female and a dude rapper. And they just fit like how she sings is beautiful, and they just really fucking connect. So I'm like I can Tina Turner. <laughs> <laughs> but do you have to? Yeah, check them out. You'll like them. I'm telling you. All right, I'll check them out. <clears throat> I do like. Uh, what else is on? Huh? So what else is on the genre? Agenda, and danger. <laughs> I'm like, okay, out. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, dude, like, what their whole thing that's going on today, like the future. What do you see yourself um, going into for the future? Because right now it's pretty, you're pretty legit right now, dude. Um, in the future, I hope to film a heck of a lot more um i hope to have um more cameras uh in my selection you know hope to have more help uh you know overall i hope to have more free time to do this you know because i would love to do it full time um which would be a dream and it's on its way there but you know of course my broken arm held up a lot but you know, I'm still down to um to do this, and I'm I'm still um 
willing to, you know, I'm, I'm not too worried about, you know, I mean, I should say about the pay. Yes. But, you know, um, I love to do work on my craft. You know, I love, I'm always down to film, always down to, you know, for projects, you know, what we're kind of working on now. Um, a, um, a friend of mine um, came up to me with an idea and she actually has um, like 5 million followers on one of her accounts and she makes videos and stuff like that. And um, she was wanting to do a mini series of a, like a little show. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, we're supposed to be working on that maybe Monday or so. If I'm not busy. Um, what's her name? No, on Tuesday because um, her name is uh, Sharon. I can't remember her last name, but uh, yeah, it's yeah. A Sharon actually. But um, yeah, let's give her a little shout out. Um, I don't know if she wants to say her last name, but yeah, I was say Sharon. But um, yeah, she, her short videos like are what she wants is uh, it's pretty, it's pretty intelligent. Like what she want to do, she wants to do is like a little a story of a per, a a protagonist um, that is like that could travel back into the future or back and in, back into uh, the past uh-huh. and link up with you know her indigenous roots. Yeah. Um. So we're working on the storyline on that one, um, and we're working on the first um, episode. Uh, of the mini series, um, we got it kind of down. Um, she's doing a script right now. Um, we just need the characters and um, people are willing to help, and no one's gonna get paid. And I told her I don't really care about that. I just I, that's, this is what I love to do. You know, it's not always gonna be about the money. You know, it's gonna be about just, just crafting and making it work, and then. You know, the editing and of all the videos, you know, something that's just going to, you know, really um, be good. But yeah, what she has is like she's going to be the protagonist is going to be a college student and going to be in like um, in history. And um, she and she don't agree with the history that's written or told. Yeah. And what's a little less told. And she's going to be um, in the miniseries. She's going to be um combating that against you know like professors and stuff and like you know this is what really happened you know this is our history mm-hmm. you know because in his history today and you know it's all on what's written you know but you know it's not people say oh that you know, history is um is written by the victors it's like no it's it's uh because you guys you know, want to listen you know we have our own history and our own way of things, but they've always been pushed aside and, Oh, you know, your history don't count. Yeah. So basically that's what she's combating against. And, um, and the series, uh, she's going to be able to, um, like kind of like a power. Yeah. We'll be able to go back in time yeah. and witness these events. And, um, like, so she'll be able to, you know, better her thesis, you know, so we're working on the character right now. Um, that, that's that's the general outline of the of the um, I should say uh, story. Um, but I mean, there's more that's going to be added to it. There's more that we took it away. Um, 
but you know we are working on it and we will have a meeting on tuesday about it um damn but um it's gonna be exciting and um, we already have land that we are able to we're allowed and able to use um and there'll be also some comedic relief um we're getting those characters ready um I guess you'll have like somewhat of like spirit guides, yeah, in a way, but they're gonna be like people that her family that's passed on, but you know they're gonna be you know like an uncle goofy, you know um but um other than that, you know that's what um uh, that's another um future project yeah she she says she hopes hopefully. Her hopes that we'll have everything filmed uh, within a year, um, if everything goes correct, and we could have it done within the next couple months, six months. It really depends on getting people who want to, you know, try to act and be in it, you know, and um, help that I need there in you know scenes, you know, as a sound, have a sound man. Hopefully, I'll have one pretty soon because I have some. My nephew can, he's going to come in. Uh, his name is Connor. Yeah, and he's um, he wants to help, so I'll probably mentor him on um, working with sound and be my sound guy. Yeah, so we got that going, and he don't care about the pay; he just he wants to do it. And I'm not good because there'd be no pay <laughs> for now, but I mean, it kind of get him some into something different, and you know, because he's from um, uh, Rosebud, South Dakota, you know, and he way he talks about his lifestyle there isn't accustomed to us you know like it, it's more of like you know just um i don't want to say he just has bumped into the wrong people you know and yeah. but i mean um is he there's a lot of things about the area that i know huh is he younger than you or what yeah yeah he's young he's like 19 Oh, okay. And but I mean, he um when he, he came down there and you know my brother's funeral, and you know he um really calls me uncle and everything, and you know um it's uh he looks up to us, you know, and I seen that in him, and it's pretty awesome, you know, like having a nephew like that. Um, but uh you know he's uh he's he's smart, you know, and he's he's real talkative. Um, he, you know, he's you know, hopefully he gets down here soon and, you know, we could start doing things in it. Cause I know he wants to dance. And so we'll mean him. We'll, I told him we'll practice together, you know, and everything. And, uh, he wants to try to get himself outfit together. So we could start, we could start on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, um, that's, that we won't, that we will be my help for my sound, sound man. So that's me pretty dope. Damn, just a bunch of shit that's going on for you, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty dope, bro. I hope it uh hope you're you're all right and you get more better and stronger with your arm and yourself. And right now we're just gonna re- go ahead and wrap it up, bro. And it was good for you to be on the show and talking at the last minute. And I thank yeah. you for that. So anything you want to plug on the show? <clears throat> um yeah, I wanna give a shout out to Sap God, you know, wherever you may be today tonight, which is probably in Shawnee somewhere. That's just kidding. I don't know. Um <laughs> yeah, wherever you may be, bro. I uh, got my respect and love and something the same thing with Nicodemus and um 
shout out to Everett Moore and uh, more multimedia, you know, to give me a chance, you know, before pre uh, breaking my arm. Um, and, you know, I will still want to continue you know, working with him. He's a real dude. And you know, he has big visions, big plans on his own company. And it's yeah. pretty dope. And shout out to um, Oki Podcasts, my brother, but um, another mother, uh, Russell Sunnegal, Sunnegal. And, uh, <laughs> and then, you know, shout out to my brother, Duke on Harris, you know, uh, loveliest artist out there. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been a big um, help in you know my prayer life and you know everything, and you know, he's real a real good uh, person. Um, a shout out to Rob Robin Jackson, aka Big Sexy, um, for being there and always being late and always getting the loot before everyone else and. Uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> an apex in it <laughs> have that backpack full before we get in the fights oh. <laughs> shout out to Levi for being out there and Oki too power brother <laughs> but what about your shout out your your social media man social media um, yeah where can people find well, you been, damn oh yeah my social media yeah well uh <laughs> Uh, please meet up at um, Dead Capital Productions. Um, I'm on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Um, you can even find me on TikTok uh, a little bit. Um, I got my own account on there, but um, I'll soon get it up and running. And I do have um, a YouTube, but I have not posted anything on it because I haven't been focusing on that part yet. Um, mainly just trying to get my media up and running. Running, It is running, but pretty much get more um more media in my pocket and i'll be able to share more content um and please if you want to visit me myself joshua lee Devakoy boyd um find me on facebook instagram tiktok um that's pretty yeah that's pretty much it go follow him and you know Follow his Instagram or what he's doing. Everything that he just said will be in the show links below of this episode. And also go follow me at uh, my Facebook. That is Robin Jackson with the Classic World Podcast page. And my Instagram is Nightwing Rob. That's N-I-J-H-T-W-I-N-G-R-O-B-B. Go follow me with the Classic World Podcast as well. And also, um, this also I have a podcast, a new podcast with some brothers of mine um go check that out that is the turtle island boys go check that out and uh if anybody wants some custom work for themselves their business or just wants a custom logo hit me up that is robin that's gonna everything that i'm gonna be everything that i just said is gonna be on my show links so much love and thank you guys for the support and remember support your homies say bye Bye, Rob. <laughs> <laughs>